please do not lose everything in a futile pursuit of dignity. I am your daughter. I was bred to follow honor. Do not make me do things that you would not. Swearing to the Saxons pulled you from your destiny, made you the plaything of breeder and the arsling of the House of Wessex. What? That fate will not be mine. All the way from Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to The Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake. It's a podcast dedicated to the show The Last Kingdom on Netflix. So sit back, grab a nail, and let's see how England was born. Blake, and that was that was an ending, Mary. That, I loved it. That was an ending. I, I and I am like you. I loved it, and I'm so happy that the show is putting us in this direction, mm-hmm. um, making it not just about Uhtred and everything that he's been through, but what that has done to his family. Uh, that is, I think, something that the show has yet to tackle and i'm so glad that it's the, the show is keeping that honest especially because we've joked about how bad of a daddy's been oh i know <laughs> again if, if there's any if there's any evidence that the writers listen to this show uh hopefully that that is the the, the perfect a1 example <laughs> <laughs> of, of them listening well friends as we are now in pretty much the like last fourth of this show uh we do want to remind you that blake and i are very busy still podcasting about other things as well so if you've enjoyed your time on the last kingdom with Blake and I, please um, head on over to Facebook or Instagram and make sure you follow us there. Let us know that that's even how you found us. Like, I would love to know if anyone out there first found us through the last kingdom. That's a great question. Like if you are listening and you're like, nope, that is how I found you friends. I want you to message us. Yeah. You know what? Here's an idea. If that is the case, Send us an emoji. The first, yeah. Send what? us an emoji. Send what? us the um. Send us the the swords, the crossing swords. Okay. Oh no no no. Better yet, the shield. Send us the shield emoji. <laughs> we'll take either. No no no. We'll we'll do the shield emoji. That's what I want. And uh, let us know if that's how you found us that way. But as I said, we're gonna keep you know podcasting on. That's right. We have the House of the Dragon with Mary and Blake. You can find that at maryandblake.com. We also are going to have a Rings of Power podcast. Rings of Power with Mary and Blake. If you are a fan of the Lord of the Rings, trust me, you don't want to miss this one. It's going to be awesome. And if this has brought you enjoyment, head on over to jointhenerdclan.com and join up as a member. Friends who are already there, thank you so much. All right, let's get into the show. Okay, Blake, here is our little episode recap for those of you who've binged it and may have forgotten. Edward asks Yora, hey, I know your husband's dead, but how do you feel about um, chilling out, still kind of like being in charge of the land, but taking a knee to me? And she says, thanks, but no thanks. Peace. And then Ethelhelm decides to go up to the Scots and decides, you guys are better. Let's team up. 
And Uhtred finally finds Brita. He can't kill her, but his daughter Stiora does. Oh, brutal stuff. Brutal stuff. I love it. Good. I just big fan. All right. The director for this episode, episode 507, is Anthony Philipson. Anthony has done a lot of television, but mainly, again, like I said last time, lots of British television. So, mm-hmm. nerds, do that on your own time. And the writer was Alexander Stewart. <sighs> Following in the footsteps of Anthony Philipson, lots of British television. Nerds, do that on your own time. <laughs> because I don't really care about British television, even though some of these people are writing one of my favorite shows. <laughs> and that is that, Marvin. Your shields rating. How many shields are you giving episode 507? You know, I'm here for um, all of them. Big old five. Take them. Take really? them all. all. All the five. You're just giving fives out like Oprah. Yep. Okay, fair enough. I'm giving this one a 492. I really liked this episode. And it was the ending that did it for me. Uh, if it was just, if it was everything else, eh, I'd probably be in like the four two four three range. But the ending is what is what sells this. Mm. Uh, the, this sells this the the job for me. That's that. Okay, you're GBG, Marvin. You're good. You're bad, and you're great. Okay, my good is the Queen, Aleswith, killing Bressel. The guy who always all the fur. Oh yeah, like straight up nook kill. Just in, in not not like throat like, kill. Not ugly, but like just takes it and just. I mean that was ugly, like, and no, I loved because that like, was what she was practicing. Remember how she was like, and I've learned how to defend myself, yeah. and she did it. <laughs> and she did. I, she did it. She did. We'll, we'll give her the credit that the, where credit is due. Yes. So that is my gr- good. My bad is Ethel. Whatever. What what's his name? Which one? Phil. Phil. Okay. Ethel. Ethel Helm. Phil. Ethel Helm. Ethel Helm. Ethel Phil. How does he have like the fastest horses? How does he get everywhere? I know he has all the money. Sure. But where do you keep the money when you keep moving? Where do you put the money? There's no debit ATM system. No ATM. So I just don't understand. But there is a banking system. I mean the the. Um you think uh, all their banks know who he is and they just give it to him? I mean, I, I don't know. Is it along the path that Father Pureleg finds? Because but, you know, it was the Knights Templar who created the the the, 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 the you know a modern interpretation of a banking system. I'm just frustrated that he is so fast, and I picture him having a credit card because I just don't understand how he can always have so much money. There's no black card. It's just steel cards yeah. back then. It's yeah, just no idea. No idea. And then my great is that Stiora killed um, Brita because all I kept hearing in my head was Stiora! That's true. Stiora! And, you know, good for her. Good for her. Well, I, I'm glad that you brought that up because that is a conversation that I that I absolutely want to have. Uh, but before we get into that conversation, I'll give you my GBG and then and then we'll go forward from there. How's that sound? That sounds great. All right. So my good is at the end of the series, the show is bringing it back to the beginning of the series. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're getting whiffs of Bebenberg uh, and what that entails uh, for, you know, Uhtred and how that is going to be playing a role in the the deal with Scotia and... Ethelhelm and and Whitgar and all that other stuff, but of course, at the end of this episode, we're bringing it back to where, um, you know, we're bringing it back to Loitus, right? Where you know 
Uhtred's home and Ragnar was killed and and old Ragnar, not not Brita's Ragnar, but oh, the, OG Ragnar, OG up in Ragnar, flames. Yeah. Okay, you know we're bringing it back there. You're and, bringing it back to the Pearson's old house. Yeah. <laughs> yes, people people basically get to have a show. Written about them if their dad dies from a house burning oh, down. Oh, absolutely. If if you if your dad if dies from a house angst, burning down, then you automatically have a television show. Yeah. That's just how it works. Of course, these are all fictional characters. <laughs> and uh, okay, so I just love the fact that the show, you know, hasn't forgot its beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, especially because it went from, you know, just being on the BBC to you know going to Netflix and yeah. Netflix could have just jump. said. Netflix could have just said, no, screw it. We're, we're going to stick with our world. Gonna, it's our world. We created this. We've done the past, you know, th- you know, uh, two seasons, well, three seasons now. So, you know, scram. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they haven't. And they've honored that. And I think that's important. It's important yeah. for the show. It's important for the characters and how that reflects the characters. My bad. The Aleswith and Aelfwin story. All of this. The, the whole thing. I am out, 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 out. I liked when I they were trying to like kill him. Care? I no, I get it. But again, it, it gives me, it gives me, um, you know, a, a, a whiff of the the whole um, lost, you know, lost in the jail cells. Uh, feel I don't to, care. I'm to, happy. Uh, we have to go back, Kate. It absolutely gives me that feeling because, like, they don't, they don't have, they have nothing for them to do other than just get captured. And okay, we'll we'll create this scenario where this guy gets killed, but nothing changes anyway because Elfwin still gets taken mm-hmm. and he she gets driven away. Like it just it's it's stuff that happens for the sake of happening. And <laughs> to boot, when when Aylesworth kills the guy, she's like, "Look at me!" I was like, "Michael, the Archangel." I loved that. Like. I get it. I I think it's it's actually kind of funny. Yes, but I uh, just Alfred was up in heaven doing a fist bump, <laughs> not a bump, pump. a pump. Yeah, he's doing a pump. He was pumping. There's a difference between a bump and a pump. Bump is if there's someone there with you. Yes, he was doing it with the archangel. Well, you can still do a pump with people with you. Well, he did a bump, yeah, but it's more selfish if you he do did the it with single the pump. archangel. <laughs> oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, fair enough. So he, did he pump and then bump? He pumped and bumped. He pumped and bumped. My <laughs> Alfred pumped and bumped. You're welcome. <laughs> Listen, as long as we don't talk about Sylvester Stallone's dog. No, that's done. Uh, by the way, in, uh, that that whole clip, that is so special, it immediately avoids the mandatory waiting period for the Mary and Blake Media Hall of Fame. Oh, we're, we're putting it in immediately. That's what happens on days I have energy. That's true. Hashtag, I don't have as much energy today, friends. So well, no dogs, no trees, but I do have a glass of wine. Oh, a big glass of wine in a bag. A ba- you know, I, I mean, it's, that's a relatively big glass of it's wine. It's a big glass, but it's not filled. And a big bag of big chewy nerds, which are spectacular, by the way. If you have not eaten the big chewy nerds, you have not lived What's your, your life. Great? All right, my great goes to Ben Whitehead. Now I know Mary, and I know you nerds don't know who Ben Terrible Whitehead name. is. Terrible name. Yeah. What's what's a worse name, Whitehead Pimple. or Blackhead? I mean, I would hate to be Pimple. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Pimple. Yeah, Mister Pimple. <laughs> Mister Whitehead. Mister Mrs. Pimple. 
Oh, man. Ben Whitehead. Ben, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Ben is the editor of Listen, this episode. He's heard it his whole life. It's a guarantee he's heard it his whole life. Um, and the job that he did, you know, throughout the whole episode, I think is 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 good. And being an editor of any television show or any movie, it is not glorious. Uh, in fact, it it I feel like it's one of those jobs where the only way people know you're doing your job is if they don't notice you, mm-hmm. and if they don't call you out, they don't want that. Like if if somebody doesn't say, if somebody says, "Hey, that editing sucks," like that's bad. But nobody says, hey, that editing was great, like, because nobody really pays attention to it. However, I'm but a dork. you do. And I think that the editing in this episode um, is really spectacular, especially at the end of this episode with the editing bringing in all of the um, – bringing in all the stuff with Brita and, their, and Uhtred and Brita's life, uh, but also, at, you know, just – how all how it all kind of reflected each other and reflected their lives i that is and and having it be just enough but not in your face and just quick enough but not too quick where you didn't get it like this is a hard job it's a wicked hard job to get the editing right especially in these kinds of flashback sequences uh, because one wrong move that's it. It sends it, you know, it sends it way off the rails like our last last podcast episode. I mean, we, we you get into you get into mini tree tele, uh, territory uh when you make the one wrong move uh in 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 editing. So, my great goes to Ben Whitehead, the editor of last uh, of this uh, this past episode. So that is that. Can I have like an honorary great uh, sure, why not? Let's we're, you know what last season we're breaking all the rules. My honorary great goes to you are the man that torments Utrid. Oh, that torments yeah, yeah Uhtred. he just starts laughing at him. Yeah, <laughs> he's like a beetle. Torments Utrid. Yeah, Utrid the Great. Yeah, can I? Can we? Let, let's talk about Whitgar. Whitgar, but I also want to talk about Ethel. Uh, no, Elf Weird. Who's that? That is uh, Phil's grandson. Oh, my God. Of course his name's weird. Okay. Uncle Phil. Elf whatever. Elf Helm. Elf Ethel Phil. You know, Ethel Helm. (laughs) I love how he just takes over. Who's going to put me up? I know none of you signed up to be Airbnb, but I'm here. I'm wealthy. And I'm in charge. And uh, I'm going to give you a bride. She's going to be great. Is she here? No, but I'm good for it because I'm good for everything. So just get it. And um, yeah. And um, and then the king of Scotia, Constantine, doesn't put them up. No. He says, yo, Whitgar. Hey, why don't you take kid, care of that? <laughs> new kid. You need to host yeah. this guy. I don't want him in my castle. No. Nah. I don't want that. I don't want that drama. Mm hmm. You Saxons can stick together. You know he's going to leave a bad review anyway. Oh, yeah. Phil's totally that kind of guy. Yeah. He only leaves bad reviews. So here he is in Bebenburg, mm-hmm. where he didn't even plan on going, just ruling the land, yep. putting down Whitgar. All the time. And Whitgar, like you said, Mary, has some beetle vibes. Yeah. Um. So, so does Elfweird. 
Oh, Elf Weird. It's got it but even better. What's even worse is that, um, he, oh, who's the kid from uh, Stranger <gasps> Things? Elf Weird probably was like, oh, thank God. I saw your hairstyle and I know I can continue <laughs> it here. I have a really good stylist who I always see in Wessex. That was the only thing that potentially kept me from coming here. Yeah. Was I was worried about my hair because there is not a single fly away. <laughs> not, <laughs> not a single one. Not one. Okay. And that's his real hair, BT dubs. That ain't no wig. Oh, I believe. That's his, re- like, there's no flyaways. The, the conditioning treatment, this guy must be so hard in the VO5 oil <laughs> that. No one even uses that anymore. Exactly. It's important that you have the hot oil to get that kind of look. Yeah. So he looked at Wickarm and said, thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank my lucky we're, stars. We're, we're, in, we're in good hands together here. Mm-hmm. Um, Elfweird is giving me some strong Will Byers vibes from. Um, okay. From, from Stranger things. things. Yeah. Like strong Will Will Byers Like they've vibes. worked with the same acting coach to have like sad puppy dog scared and yet. Yeah. But they got the same haircut yeah. too. Like mm-hmm. they they see that they like they I think I think the Stranger Things guy or the gal who cuts all the hair mm-hmm. moonlights on the Last Kingdom. Okay, it's, it's a guarantee. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> um, so Mary, let's talk here a little bit about your assertion that Stiora killing Brita is the right thing and why it's the right thing. So I, you don't have to get excited. You don't have to hit the mic. You don't have to go crazy about it. I love hitting the mic. <laughs> what, why is this the right choice, do you think? <clears throat> so, I'm just going to say this from my perspective. Okay. Okay? Yep. When you have asked a man in your life to get a job done, and he doesn't do it, and he shows you he's not going to do it, you want to know what you got to do? got to do the job yourself, okay? hmm So I'm proud of Stiora because she said, screw this. My dad has not killed her. She came after me, killed all my best friends, cut off my brothers, who knows? Frank and Beans, and when, or Frank, or And when beans. my dad said, I'm going to go kill Brita, my brother said, I don't know. You may not have to do that. Maybe she'll come see the light. Like, no, none of these guys <laughs> are going to take care of it. None of them are. Okay, fair enough. And they're going to come. She's going to, maybe she'll be nice for a season. She just stabbed Father Pureleg. Yes. You know, I don't trust her. And he ain't looking good. He is not no. looking good. She's crazy. I'm not going to let her go find some new face paint people. Nope. Goodbye. Is. One less thing to worry about. Yeah, uh, well, but let's look I at this. I bet you Stiara is a Taurus. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, total, total Taurus. Maybe, you know what? It's not even a male female thing. If if you've it's asked someone to do thing. it, yeah, it's a tourist thing. If you ask somebody to do it, they don't do it. Just do it yourself. Yeah, but is it her right to do so? Yep. How come? Because all this her husband's death is due to her. She was the first domino. In what capacity? Well, she came with the paint people. Yes. Killed a bunch of her people. Killed all of her friends. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Then the whole rumor thing got started about Sid Trigger because of all this killing with all of her people. Mm -hmm. So, no. Get her off the table. Goodbye. I will say that... I'm glad Uhtred didn't do it because... I would be afraid for Uhtred that she would haunt him, that he would have some like weird 
you know, thing going on. I do wish that Brita got to do some weird magical stuff this season because that was really cool for her. That would have paid off season three a little bit more, yes. But that would have been my fear. Not like, oh, Udrid, this is hard. She was your first love. No, my fear would have been that she would have done some weird voodoo stuff and would have haunted him. Fair. So I like that Steora killed her. And I like that Steora killed her in the back because that's what she deserves. Uh, <laughs> so... Are you happy that Uhtred gave her an opportunity to – right, and, and I think this is important, right? Because – If Uhtred did not give her an opportunity, then he's unfair. The amount of opportunities that he gave Alfred mm, – mic drop, okay? Well, okay. So as we stated last episode, you know, I think the the focus of last episode was, okay, we need to get Sig Trigger off the board and he's got to die. Because we can't, we can't worry about him anymore. And I think the whole thing with Brita also has to get off the board too, so that we f- we set up the final conflict, and it's just f- focused solely on um, Phil and what's going to be happening at Bevenber and how that's all going to tie together, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. So I think that they have to dedicate this episode, and they obviously did, but they, you know, the the function of this episode is getting Brita dead. And that's kind of why I want to spend a lot of time on this, because that's really all that it is for me. That's that. I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, like, what else are we really talking about for this episode? I mean... No, we're talking about Uncle Phil getting to Beppenberg. And then from that, hello, hello, ding, 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 Beppenberg. We're yeah. here. Well, all, all right. So the two things that I think this episode has to accomplish, obviously the first one is Brita, but it also sets up a, a somewhat of a, an emotional conflict. Well, not somewhat, but actually I would say a fairly large one. Um, uh, an emotional conflict between Utrid uh, and his daughter and what that sets off. And having said that, what does that mean for Utrid moving forward? You think that Utrid's going to be upset with his daughter for killing Brita? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I disagree. And that's why I say, like, that's why I say, is it, was it fair for Steora I to do. kill? I think it was an act of mercy. Brita? I don't think, but she, let's, I think she knows let's her dad look at it, do it. But let's look at it from, from Uhtred's perspective. Okay. See, Tauruses don't do that. <laughs> no, you wouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> they do what's best for the herd. Um, Uhtred, Uhtred shared a whole life with Brita. And that doesn't mean that it's okay that she did what she did. It doesn't mean that um, it's okay that he forgives her, but there was a whole life outside of Steora and we Uhtred mm-hmm. that involved Brita and everything that came before. And the end of this episode highlighted that, right? Yes. And that was a full life. They lived a lot of things. He now needs to go and be a good daddy. Well, and and that kind of brings up my next the, the next part of my question, Mary, which is I think the smart thing that this show is going to do is not only are we referencing and bringing it back visually to uh, the the beginning of the series. Um, but I think emotionally and the central theme of the series has always been Uhtred is caught in between two worlds. Mm-hmm. And how do you define where Uhtred 
is. Like for, in, we've seen him swing from one side to the other uh, fairly regularly, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've seen him be on one side uh, with the Saxons, and then we and then we've seen him team up with Ragnar, and then he swung back, and then we had the whole like weird, fun. Not well, the the weird, cool episode with Leofric where he like comes back in ghost form and and Uhtred, you know, is a Saxon again and and then Alfred dies and and then Uhtred, you know, pledges his heart to um Ethelfled and and Uhtred's so, loved too many people. That's so, been his problem. So I guess what I'm getting at is this what well, I'm sure to be conflict. At the very least, emotional conflict Meh. between Stiora and Uhtred. I think this will fuel the the remainder of this season. Yes, we have the whole thing with Phil and what's going to be happening with Scotia, and and there's going to be a big battle, obviously, and there's there's going to be a thing that happens. But I think that's the thing that gets us to the thing, which is who is Uhtred. Where does he end up and how how does he reconcile his whole life that he shared with Brita against the life that he should have had with his daughter and his son and his family? Right. And that's why I played that the 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 sound at the top of our episode where it's like you chose to do all these things mm-hmm. and you should have been with us. Yeah. And your whole stuff about destiny and everything, it's all full of crap. So do you think that's where the show is headed? Yeah. You know, in my opinion, Uhtred has loved way too many people, uh, whether as friends or as lovers. And he, because his love has been so diluted to all these different places and people, he hasn't known who to fight for. He hasn't protected his own family. And now everyone he's cared about who is Dane is dead. Everyone who he's cared about, who's like hardcore into the Saxon stuff, dead. So now that Breda's gone, will he have a reason to fight on the side of the Danes? He's got no Ragnar. He's got no Breda. He's not going to join like Heston's crew. That's true. And then now that Ethelflaed is dead and Edward's a jerk and is like, sorry, I'm going to have to kill your daughter or whatever. Does he really like always want to back Edward? Not really. I've done enough for you, you mm-hmm. dweeb. <laughs> The only thing that he does care about is Ethel Stan, this future king. That is true. So, but Ethel Stan is pretty much in Uhtred's family, the way that I view it. So I'm excited because now he has to fight for the people who are in his family. He ha- he does. There's not going to be other distractions for him. Yeah, but you know, at the at the end of the episode, I think we have a real and and, and I love shots that are purposely blocked the way that the final shot of this episode was, where it's Uhtred, you know, with Brita holding her uh, in the burned house mm-hmm. that was there underneath the arches, mm-hmm. and in the distance, far away in a you know combative stance, is Stiora, and you know that is indicative of. What's to come? I mean, Uhtred is standing in, in a burned house of Danes holding the person he connected most with and off in the distance, um, you know, you know, framed in a way that she is unreachable is her family, is his family in Stiora. Um, you know, is that indicative of the fact that Uhtred won't be able to make that choice visually? Like, I mean, sorry, 
Is it visually indicative of the emotional capability of Uhtred making the choice to stay with his family? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, or not stay, like not be able to reach his family. You know what I mean? Like, is Uhtred more stuck to himself? And 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 I think he's gonna be fine. I think he's gonna. I don't even think he's gonna really like have an issue. I think he'll be fine. In what way? I don't think he's gonna mourn Brita too long. Sure, sure. He's had other people die. He's just had his son-in-law that he had to slay. I think that's going to have him. I mean, that, let's well, that's be a real. big deal. That's once, a BFD. once he's done with this season, once season five is concluded, he needs to go on like a month vacation. Okay, do a lot of therapy. Oh, sure, cry a lot, sit yep. in the shower and cry, drive around listening to sad songs and cry. <laughs> he has. A, I'm an Osferth, another person who he treated like a son. He's got a lot. So when you're sitting there being like, oh, is Brita going to make or break his relationship with Stuart? No. Goodbye. Brita's at fault for Sitricker. Brita's at fault for Osferth. Brita's at fault for no more balls or, or beans and franks. No idea, but no more something. Yep. And potentially the death of, of you know, Father Pure Lake, which, yeah. which is a big deal. Yeah. Once again, like what we like to call a BFD. So they don't have antibiotics back then. No, so I don't. I'm not sure if he's know, long. They for have this enough world. honey to put in that thing. <laughs> um, she's just mean. She's mean, and I'm glad she's done. I think he's going to sit there and say the Brita who I had as a child and in our love was no longer the Brita. So why do you I think saw. he gave her the opportunity to? Is it something that's just in him to say? Utrud's a forgiver. Do you think it's the words of his son that gave him this, like, no. gave him this no, chance to do so, or no. was it him I, himself? I think it's him. I think Uhtred's a pushover. I think really? I think he's a pushover. And if if you've already if you've already had a track record that you can pull a fast one on him, you're going to be able to do it the rest of your life. Hmm. Interesting take, Mary. Interesting yeah. take. Do you think that? Do you think Stiora? Is the one that pushes Uhtred away after this. I don't think they're pushed away at all. Okay, fair enough. You know, she's a grown woman. It's not like she's going to be looking for a place to live with him. She's mm-hmm. a grown woman. You know, she's seen and done things. I don't think they're going to be any less close. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? That was worded <laughs> worded very carefully, and I appreciate that. That, that was good. Mm-hmm. Um the thing is with Siora is, you know, like what's going to happen to her now? I mean, the fact of the matter is she has turned down Edward. Yeah. And now, like, I'm proud she, of her. She's got to. She's got to go. Like, where's she going to go? It's a, and it's a whole new world, man. Sparkling, shimmering, splendid. <laughs> she knows how to hunt. I don't. I have faith in her. Yep. Do you think that she takes? You know. If she has any people left, I mean, are, are people going to stay in Everwitch or are they going to follow her? They're going to follow her. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, because they don't get to have Everwitch anymore. That's the, Edwards. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, But there are people like, that are still going to stay in Everwitch, right? There's going to be a few then, like lame people, but people who actually care about their belief system. Sure. They're going to follow Stira. Because that's the other thing. Uhtred, for as like faux Dane as he's been, we've never seen him do anything religious since Ragnar died. 
That's fair. Like he'll say like, oh yeah, we'll toast to Sid Trigger in Valhalla or whatever. But he doesn't really like talk about Valhalla. He doesn't talk about any of the gods Mm -hmm. in particular. So I just think he's kind of a a floozy when it comes to things that he cares about, things Mm -hmm. that he's fighting for, people he cares about, people he's fighting for. You need help? Okay, I'll help you. Like, we've been now five five seasons. Mm-hmm. What happened to Bevenberg? Come on. Now it's going to fall in his lap, at least. I don't think it's going to fall on his lap. I think this is going to be a big deal, what's going to be happening. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, even though I think it's the thing that gets us to the thing, there is going to be a big battle. And there's going to be, you know... Does Edward help him win Bevenberg? Oh. Probably not, because Edward sucks. Edward does suck, and... He sucks. They all suck. <laughs> I mean, God bless Finnan. God bless Ethelstan. I'm here for Uhtred. Do I trust Uhtred to make wise choices? No. I'm with Finnan. I'm team Finnan. Wherever like, Finnan goes, that's where that's you fall away? That's pretty much, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. I, what, I think that the show is doing, it, it is setting up a payoff, Think I think, for Edward, right? Because Edward, I think, to be honest, is trying to do all the right things. He's trying to make a deal to, to get Everwitch. He's trying to make sure that Wessex is, is still around. Like, mm-hmm. And then he still has a kingdom, to be honest. And he's trying to get it right so that it, I don't care if it's Tiora or if it's Rongvalder or whoever. I just need Who's somebody Rongvalder? here. That's the Sig, Sig Trigger's brother. I, I don't care who it is. I just need to get out of this godforsaken place. Whatever. Yeah. Um, They've got a great sewer system. I, that's true. Uh, I just... What this is showing is a, a level of frustration and, you know, Edward, I think, has made some choices that may not have been the best choices, but I think are ones that are reflective of Alfred in many ways. Do you think that the choice he's making here with Steora is reflective of Alfred? Yeah, Alfred would have made this choice for sure. Yeah, you know, so Alfred might have been a little nicer. At this point in his relationship with Uhtred and Uhtred saving Edward's butt so many times, mm-hmm. I feel like Alfred would have been a little nicer. Now, granted, one can say, hey, they only killed Sid Tricker. That's the nicety. So, I don't know. I do. I think he's very much like Alfred. I don't like these people. Fair. I mean, that that's that's You're fair. not my friend. Y- you know, we're not buddies. No. Nope. You know, we're there. We're, we have a partnership. Team Finnan. <laughs> I, Edward has been an interesting character... I wonder if this puts him down the road of of some ugly confrontation. Well, he's with, got a new bride. Yeah, and that's a thing. Uh, she's pregnant, which is a thing. And um, Elfweird just kind of walks in and sees them getting married. I and- mean, how could you not? These doors have holes in them. <laughs> well, mind you, he is staying in Effowich. Like, how freaking weird is this? He's just been hanging out. Yeah, The Airbnb true. of the late... Sid Trigger, mm-hmm. essentially. True. Oh, I'm just going to bang my new wife. I'm going to make deals. I'm going to just, you know, hang out, redecorate a bit. Plus, I'm going to leave soon. Um, I just, I have, to, I want to talk about a little bit Ethelhelm and Whitgar and him being like, so you're the guy. Oh, I love You're that. the guy. Are you kidding me? And he just l- literally laughs in his face as he walks out. Mm-hmm. This 
doesn't feel like it's going to go well for Ethelhelm. I don't know. I agree. Like, I feel like this is going to be one of those things where, you know what? You're laughing a little bit too hard. <laughs> All Aladdin needs is one jump. Yeah. One- <laughs> <laughs> Head to the bread lane. That's all he needs, Mary, man. Mary, Mary. That was good stuff right there. That was good stuff. I don't know. I Whitgar is one of those guys that I feel like they don't say much. Yeah. But they they do. He does wits. Like he's got a list. Yeah, he's got a crossbow at every corner. Guarantee he wants to use it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about his Airbnb review. You no. want to know why? He's planning on closing it anyway. Right. So I don't what, need this. I don't need you. I was told I could make some extra money renting out my spare room. So all it's giving me is heartache. <laughs> I'm close it anyway. I get people are touching my furniture. Yeah. You know they're leaving stains on the floor. Oh my god! They say I say no pets, no pets. I've already got enough dogs. You've seen them; they're crazy. Okay, don't need no more. Bring We're pets. bringing dogs. We're, I got dog hair then, everywhere. Then now. they have a party. They invite more people. They invite a priest. You know what? They a kid. It's a no kids. He is, has established firm quiet time. He needs his time to sleep, and you're just having parties. Oh, left and right. You're having parties. You yeah. You're t- bringing people in at eleven o'clock at night. Playing your loud rap music, eating my food. Oh, because because you know you know he's he's like oh this is my food and I'm gonna where no it's my food did you bring it with your ATM? <laughs> Thank God Heston's not there because all the chickens God. would be gone. I really hope we get Heston. In I the hope next three episodes. I desperately hope we get Heston back, just, just for our, our own purposes. I want him to show up at like the final party. With Uhtred there, saying like, we have Bellenberg, and like, everyone's happy, and the chickens fly around, and Heston catches a chicken. <laughs> like, like doves? <laughs> yes. Like, they release the chickens, and Heston catches one, and says, congratulations, man. Let's party. <laughs> End scene. End scene. End of series. <laughs> <laughs> Let's party. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Oh, man. So I, I think that is that. I, I I will say that I think that the the show is trending in a direction, given what has happened between Stiora and and Uhtred, in a in a in a way that I actually like. I I think this is going to be much more character centric than battle centric. Uh, like I said, it, it's the thing that gets us to the thing. The battle gets us to the thing of what it I think it really means for Uhtred. Mm-hmm. And I think by the end of this season, we will have answered the question that season one asked, which is, who is Uhtred Ragnarsson? And is he a Dane or is he a Saxon? Or does he have to be either? Mm. Does he have to, does he even have to have Bebenberg? Maybe he gets it and turns it down and says, no, I'm, I'm good. Like, and this is about Uhtred, the character, and what he has done in his life and what the choices has he has made in his life, how that has it has affected not only himself, but everybody around him. And does he deserve to have the life that he is making for himself? Yeah, he deserves it. He de- in my, by my saying this, I'm not saying I'm not an Uhtred fan. I'm a Nutrid fan. I want him to get his happy ending. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm just saying that I would have done what Stiora did. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. And I don't think that this is going to be like an irreputable, irreparable, irreparable um, harm to their relationship. It wasn't good to begin with, which is what she basically said. You've been a shite dad. Mm. Okay. I'm just taking care so that this woman doesn't come after anyone else I love. That's true. Fair enough. Get a I, job, hippie. Get a job, hippie. <laughs> you can't even do the kill the one person who cut off your son's balls. Get a job, hippie. The hippie's lost, sir. <laughs> the hippie's lost. Um, I will say that again. Just bringing it back to my great Ben White. Uh, ben White. Are you a neutral? What? What do you mean? I'm. Would I'm, you have like? Oh, maybe I won't kill you. <sighs> you are. Yeah, you know, like just seeing what happened to you over these past several years with your family, and I've been sitting here saying, take care of the situation, mm-hmm. not like kill them. Yeah, we're not bringing out bows. Yeah, yeah. Figuratively, I think though. you are. Figurative bows. Yeah, maybe Uhtred's a Pisces. I bet you Uhtred's a Pisces. I could feel that. I I think Uhtred's a Pisces. I Yep, I'm there with you. Yep, okay, fair enough. Love it. Because I'm a Pisces, so... Mm-hmm. I'm I'm on board. Um, speaking of Pisces and the emotional aspect of it, I was legitimately emotionally like wrecked during that final battle scene, that final fight scene. Like my with all, of course, with all of the um, the callbacks to previous seasons in their previous life and how the music was perfect. Music was amazing, mm-hmm. and cert- like, and I love what they did was like certain movements in the choreography you know, ran parallel or, you know, uh, it ran in conjunction with the movements of the flashbacks themselves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like excellent stuff. Like, again, that's why I call it the editing. Cause the editing was, was pitch perfect. Um, do you think Brita was really fighting Uhtred to kill him? Or do you think she was pulling her punches a little bit so that he would kill her? Hmm. I think Brita was still giving her all. I just think Brita's tired and weak. Mm-hmm. I don't think she would have held back. I think she's crazy. And I don't think she... Brita is banana land. I don't think she gave her all, mm-hmm. but I don't think Brita is capable of giving her all at this point. Uh, fair. Uh, the old, she gave her best for what she could give at that time. The reason why I bring it up is because instantly she started talking about, you know, Vibica and being like, I just want to be with her. Like, yeah. I just... Just kill me. Just get it over yeah, with. Yeah, at that point, it's different. And if you notice, when when Uhtred is friggin' hammering down on her sword, mm-hmm. her sword had the little indents of where his yeah. of where his sword hit. Like I thought that was a nice little detail, mm. really cool little detail. And then finally, she dies after she gets run through with the with an with an arrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first thing she says is not Vipika, it's Ragnar. Yeah. Um. Special, special that again the show calling back on itself. Not necessarily for season five, because she just as easily could have said Vipika. I know. But she says Ragnar. Oh, my God. And there he is in Valhalla with the last lady he was humping before he got killed because <laughs> they died together. That's They've been true. hanging out for Good the past point. few years. <laughs> just waiting. Yeah. I don't know. I got nothing better to do. So, uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else you have to say about this episode, my love? No, it was just pretty simple, like you said. Yeah, fairly simple. Like it, it, serves, it serves a purpose. It sets up Edward and what's coming with him. It sets up Stiora and I think her emotional conflict with Uhtred and what that means for Uhtred and Brita dies. So, as do we all. That's true. That's true. All right. Let's close this bad boy out, shall we? Yep. Let's do it. God, I have a different tone.
listen to me. I'm like, dogs, trees. And now I'm like, well, we're all going to die. That's what happens when you get long COVID tired, Mary version. We're all going to die, Blake. Rita dies. So will I. So will you. What's the point, Mary? <laughs> What are we even doing? Don't, don't you think that there's going to be like this huge thing between Udra and Sierra? Aren't you right? No. no. <laughs> she got the job done. She thinks her dad's a bad dad anyway. Ain't going to get it's less like, worse. It's not like she spent the holidays with them anyway this past several years. Nothing's going to be different. But they were just on the cusp of having this no, beautiful relationship. No, they weren't. And no, everything weren't. was going to be copacetic. Everything no. was going to be great. Daddy was going to no. be daddy. She was going to be daughter. No. No. No, that's not how it works, Blake. I no. mean, am I saying that she's going to avoid him for the rest of her life? No. Do I think we're going to see her again this season? Yeah. Yes. Okay? Yeah. But, well, no, of course we're going to see her again. But are they going to, like, hug and be like, you're finally the dad I always knew you could be? No. Yeah, because because she killed Brita. No, because her dad sucks. <laughs> Where's his other kid? The other kid. God knows where the other kid is. <laughs> Poof. Done. Just hanging out with Hild. Hopefully next episode <laughs> I won't be as downer, but well done, Stiara. Mary's having an existential crisis at the moment. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Wish the sun was as black as my heart. <laughs> I'm tired. I've been tired for three days. It's not going away. You know what? When we started talking about the trees and everything, I think that just that took your your your. I gave emo- all that I had. Your energy level just way down. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> what did you do to me? Big week. I wasted all my energy on you. <laughs> Hey, at least it produced a Mary and Blake Media Hall of Fame moment. That had nothing to do with our show whatsoever, yeah. Nothing at Really all. proud of that moment. Oh, that was good stuff. Okay, guys. Right, let's close this My up. name's Mary. My name is Blake. Destiny is all. What is destiny? It's all, Mary. <laughs> Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.